0: back to the nurse star podcast today I felt really called to record a solo episode for you guys and in this episode we're going to be talking about leaning in to your heart leaning into your intuition really leaning into those whispers from your soul I I feel just like so many emotions moving in my body and it's because you know a lot has been coming up in the past week a lot i i honestly feel and it's been to the point where i'm i feel like i'm just doing a lot of inner work and and it's kind of coming up and through sometimes in my relationships and i've been just feeling really activated and I noticed that I have a tendency to question myself and question my heart and and I wish that that wasn't the case I wish that I was always so stable and so certain in the whispers of my soul my intuition but it's not there yet I'm not there yet and that's okay it's all learning it's all a journey to getting closer and closer to yourself to forming a deeper and deeper relationship with yourself like that's what I believe this thing called life is and and so it's okay that I don't have this you know ideal relationship with self yet because I I honestly don't think but I will, like, I, I, I really genuinely believe that that's what this, this mission of life is all about. So, so yeah, but what I want to share with you guys a little bit about is, is moving from the place of questioning the self and not trusting yourself and, and living a little bit out of alignment, which, you know, it just happens. It happens. Like we move through life and seasons and cycles, whatever you want to call it. And there's just times where maybe there's so much going on. Like your life is so busy that you don't have honestly, or you haven't carved out time, let's say to touch in with yourself, to really know what's moving beneath the surface and therefore in those times it's easier to ignore your intuition or to yeah ignore the messages that are being sent to you from what the higher power of your own understanding for me I will say from spirit it's just always the word that's connected best with me um so yeah, I mean, it happens to me all the time, honestly. And and I'm trying to get better at this. But um, but yeah, it it does happen frequently where I just life is too busy. And or I mean, we're never too busy for like two minutes of quiet. But in my perception, in my mind, it's quote unquote too busy. And and basically what I'm what I should honestly say is that there are seasons of life in which I just do not prioritize stillness. And it always, always catches up with me because the way that I end up feeling is sad. I end up feeling irritable. I end up feeling uninspired. And it's interesting because all of these adjectives that I'm kind of sounding off, I feel like a lot of people would say oh like you're just like not in a good place or depending on what they would say they'd say oh you're like you're in like a depressive mode or or whatnot but the way that I really see it is that when I'm in those places I'm I'm just disconnected from my soul and my heart and and all of these deep pieces of myself and and I share this with you guys because Well, in case, first of all, in case you're in this place, I don't want you to feel alone. And also, if you're not sure if you're in this place, these are just things that you can perhaps identify to see if this is where you are. And then we'll talk about reconnecting with yourself, reconnecting with your heart, your soul, your intuition. So, so yeah, so let's just start with this. You know, how it yeah, how it really is to to move through life and why this happens to us. I mean, as I was already talking about, yes, we can get kind of busy, we can lose our priorities. And yeah, those are all true. I do think that a lot of the time though, a lot of the reason that we get disconnected from ourselves is even deeper than that. I think that. For the most part, we all are walking around with unhealed wounds, whether you want to call them trauma of some variety, big T, little T, or you just want to call them wounds. Let's just call them wounds because I feel like sometimes people don't, or they have a certain reaction with the word trauma. So, um, I, I believe that really the majority of us are walking around with some sort of wound and, It's hard to do the work, to get to know it, to really understand its genesis, to understand how this wound may have affected different pockets of your life, how it may have yielded people coming into your life that you wouldn't otherwise want or in a different world or a different lifetime may not have wanted to attract Um, and yeah so it can there's just so many ways that when we have unhealed wounds our lives can sort of I don't want to say go off track because that would imply that there's something wrong but or or rather that we're not still on God's plan and I do Think that we are. I think that we're always being guided. Um, but yeah, it's just maybe it's just a harder version of what could be if we were just listening in a little bit more and and creating a little bit more space to to tune in to what we're feeling and to and to again do that work to look at where these pieces are coming from. And the thing is, like this kind of inner work is exhausting. Like it's so exhausting. So, I totally understand, and I have so much compassion for myself or for yourself. If if you do find that you're you're a rather introspective person, which I imagine you are, because you're listening to the North Star. Um, but also if like sometimes it's just too much, and you just want to spend a few months watching TV and and just not doing the work. I, I really get it. Like, I feel like I've really been in it in the work. Like I've been saying the past little while, um, particularly the past week, but even more than that, um, just started therapy again. And I just feel like my coaching, like my business coaching is also like everything's sort of intertwined right now. And it's just a lot. And I'm, and I'm feeling committed to it. But at the same time, I'm noticing that I'm super exhausted. And um, but yeah, it just makes it totally understandable that like, when we're doing this, we might, if we're not taking care of ourselves while we do this inner work, why, you know, we might kind of pendulum swing and just go away from it for a long time and in that process get disconnected from ourselves and yeah I I do like I would actually love to share what I'm moving through Uh, to be honest I a lot of it's still not clear for me which is why I'm not because otherwise I would love to share as much as I could once once processed but um some things for sure are private, but other things, um, yeah, honestly, I don't have full clarity on exactly what's triggering certain reactions yet, and I'm hoping to get to the bottom of certain things in therapy. Um, I also know that there's a time and a place to share things in detail, and I would posit that it's too soon, but what I will say is that I can share at least like the old stuff, which I think I've already shared on here in the past anyway. And I just, um, yeah, well, I know I've talked about it on episodes with other guests. So you guys would have had glimpses, but actually, yeah, why don't we just go there? So basically I had, um, Patrick and Brianne, beautiful couple on the podcast, um, and, in that episode, we talked about Brian's story with a very controlling ex. Actually, it was her ex-husband. So it was quite a developed relationship and, and it was a difficult one, as you can imagine, with a controlling partner. And I sort of sat in there here and there, like, yeah, I've I've um I've had my own experience with that. The thing is that I didn't realize that. Even though, in my case, it was only for about a year and a half, and I was so young, I wasn't even 20, I, it still really affected me. And I was telling my therapist the other day that it's interesting because it took a few years for it to affect me. So I think this happens a lot with when we've been through really difficult times but basically we got like the stabbing pain right of the thing that this person has done wrong so for in my case there was cheating at the end which was like one of those gut punches there was a whole shit ton of manipulation and gaslighting just like which well gaslighting is manipulation but there's just a lot going on there a lot and that was the stuff that that sort of murky, murkier stuff that like you wouldn't know so much about unless you've like read about for example gaslighting um that was the stuff that it took me a lot longer to deal with because one I was uneducated and two just due to the fact that it is more complex when I had actually made the quite conscious desire at that young age that I wasn't looking at this anymore that once this person was out of my life that was that and I was actually quote unquote done with relationships which actually was true for a few years um but yeah it, I was so long story short I was telling my therapist a few days ago that um like yeah like I I didn't really start to actually deal with the pain or the even the reality of what I went through at that young age until a few years ago, because I just packed away what even happened. And in a way, it's like if you guys have ever been through a gaslighting relationship, or I guess you could just, no, gaslighting is specific. I was going to say you could call it just like an emotionally abusive relationship, but gaslighting is specific in the sense that it makes you question your reality. So if you guys have been through, something like that, if you've had a friend, if you've had a parent, um, or whatnot, um, it's really, yeah, it really does honestly screw with your mind. And so in my case, for years after that relationship ended, like if I did happen to talk about it with someone, uh, I can specifically remember telling my mom, like maybe not right away for sure, but like maybe two years after, I thought I was like speaking from such an elevated place. And I guess in some ways I was, but I was also sort of just not looking at it. I was in sort of a more of a denial place. I was just saying, you know, he was so young and I just have, I don't have ill will toward him because like, yeah, he was so young. And I basically just like wrote it off as like somebody really mistreating me, even though he actually was older than me. And I mean, not by much at all, but still, like some things just you shouldn't just sweep under the rug and just give people a pass on. Because what I didn't realize was that, yeah, it, it did, it was still affecting me. And I, honestly, like a lot of the reason this is the thing, like, I do think I've talked about this in the podcast before because this feels like a familiar experience for me. But, um, But I, I believe like a huge catalyst for me, like getting into therapy and stuff was because I noticed that the remnants, the pain and and stuff like that, that I kind of thought I dealt with, um, started to come up in my current relationship. And this is like the first relationship, like that's, you know, as serious as as it is, Cause in the past I've dated actually really wonderful people post the other one, like way post the one that didn't go well, but they, they just weren't as serious relationships. So, I mean, a lot of things just didn't come up. And in this case, I mean, we've been together for over two years, like things just come up in different sorts of relationships. So it's kind of like the first time that I've been forced to really look at it and, um, yeah, it was just. It's just been it's just been a lot, and and so yeah, these this act this is one of the things that I am currently still working on because um as I was speaking to earlier with like the act getting activated, like it's just something I've noticed in myself that like certain types of disagreements or let's call them I don't want to call them arguments because mm, they're more like I I like to call them things tiffs. <laughs> because, I mean, we're never yelling at each other, but it's basically disagreements. But I've noticed that for me, even though we're not yelling at each other, I, like I was saying, get super activated. I feel my heart race. I feel trembly. And sitting in my adult body, I can look at the situation at hand usually not right away I'm still again I mean still work in progress but you know within 30 minutes or whatever I can look at it and I can especially if we've talked through it already which we always do of course but um so particularly after that but I can look at the situation and I can say whoa with like clear eyes emotionally sober as they would say I'm like whoa my body over re- really overreacted right so I used to not like that word because I felt like it was dismissing my emotions and I still use that phrase a lot a lot um because that's the last thing I ever want especially after you've been through a gaslighting scenario or a relationship whatever um you don't want anyone to dismiss how you're feeling it feels so triggering and it's painful because you've already had your reality put called into question in a really scary way and um so now like I actually though kind of will use that word overreacting but not in a judgmental way for my emotions because I know at this point I've done enough work to know that they're so valid given what I've gone through. However, my body is actually overreacting to what actually happened and that's okay. There's no judgment, but the reason that it's trembling, the reason it's having a trauma response is because, yeah, it's because it's, it's, it's sort of like, I, I, when you have lingering work to do, you're kind of in a hypervigilant state. So anything that remotely resembles or makes you think of a past scenario, then yeah, your, your body's just still responding as if it was in that original scenario. And so that's why, or that's a huge reason. That's definitely not the only reason I'm in therapy. I have other things to sort out and whatnot, but like that's one of them that, um, that I have been working on and that has made me more fatigued, I would say than normal. And I think that it's really like, I'm really happy that I'm doing this work. I'm really happy about it, but it is really hard, but I'm <laughs> bad, but, 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 the reason that we do all this right to bring it back to what I was saying I just kind of felt like I should share with you guys what I was talking about because I don't want to be so big like I understand if you listen to a podcast like you're kind of like yeah okay you're talking around it but like what's really going on I understand that feeling as a listener, so I thought I should give you guys something without giving you guys too much um, and also for what I'm ready for so that is a little bit of what can disconnect me right that could be one of those things in my life that would disconnect me It's like oh my god this feels so scary like I have these feelings that I'm still working on from a long time ago they're still in my body they come out and um yeah I I actually still got that as well with like abandonment like I but in the past it was much bigger when whenever we would have again a tiff, my huge fear response it would be extremely overwhelming was oh my god this is the end my body would freak the hell out um but what I will say is that I had we had or I know I had a huge gift last summer when this relationship did take a bit of a turn ended up being for the best because While we weren't sure we were going to stay together. And while that was so hard, what I gained in that time was actually the deep remembering, because I've always had this within me, just like you've always had it within you to know, oh my God, I am so safe, regardless of whether anyone's in my life. And I think, or no, rather, I know that that's really strengthened the state of this relationship now is just my not having that so much and not because I'm not moving as much from an abandonment wound place and that's been amazing but anyway so this is just something I've been working on and one of the things that again that if not tended to could pull me away from my heart space because sometimes these things just feel like too much they're too exhausting and we just get yeah we just get lured into a superficial life so for me that could be listening to podcasts on topics that really don't mean much to me but just sort of getting in the habit of listening to to that like even I'm thinking like I actually don't want to share because the thing is I don't want to make it seem like I'm judging certain genres of podcasts I'm really not but I just have noticed, let's say when I'm listening to more junk food kind of podcasts that I'm not nourished, right? It's like, actually, if we're eating junk food, we're not nourished. But like when I'm listening to like Abby Bernstein, I feel so deeply nourished. Um, But I also know and looking at my patterns, there are times when I just need the junk food, right? There are times when I just need to veg out with the easy to listen to podcast that doesn't require really any brain cell activation and that's fine that's fine because we all need space to just veg out and give our nervous systems a break especially if we've been really going for it with the inner work but we just want to be mindful that if we get into as I was saying at the top of the episode like where we're getting to that place where we're feeling a little bit just like lower energy i inspired all of this stuff like okay we might have been pushing the veg state a little bit too far and now it's time the, all of that like it's also it's fine if you get to that place but it's just a warning sign that you know it's time to connect again to your soul and that doesn't have to be in a way that's you know, overwhelming for your nervous system, especially if you've been doing a lot of inner work, like, like, don't worry about doing any work. Just think about how you could say a 10 second prayer. Honestly, honestly, I feel like that is so healing. And it's just love and joy, right? It's not actually work. Like, I love, I love prayer. I love it more than anything else. It's that moment when it's just quiet and for me I'm always out speaking out loud. I love it. I really love it. Oh, just even saying it it makes me so happy. Talk about nourishing. Um, so if you're looking to reconnect with yourself and you are quite spiritually minded, I would say just take like 10 seconds in the morning or in the evening or how whenever you have the time. if it's middle of the day, so be it and just say hi again just reconnect just be like i know honestly i just speak to spirit as if it was like my best friend you know i'm just like it's been a while <laughs> you know like i feel like that sounds very like elizabeth gilbert and eat pray love but like i don't think it needs to be more complicated than that sometimes you just want to open up the channels again to that deep to the deep talk with um our higher power right our selected higher power. And I just absolutely love that. Um, We could also do simple things like ask for signs. I love that about Gabby Bernstein's work. She really, especially in her earlier work, like really presses on the connecting with spirit through, for example, saying, um, show me, show me a well today (laughs) my signs are always really funny but like show me a monkey a monkey face I love monkeys and uh, like like Curious George my favorite um like show me a monkey if blah blah it's just a fun way these are light fun ways to reconnect um and if you're not really a prayer kind of person then and also very Simple thing to do would just be to take, again, it can be 10 seconds, just take two deep breaths. Even that is already so beautiful and so nourishing for your soul. And I really think that that's, it's just these little snowball effects. I mean, another thing that I obviously love to do is listen to podcasts that are, I mean, I already mentioned that, but just to explicitly say it, I really love listening to them. I mean, you guys are listening to one now and reconnecting and so you're already doing it, but I just think like, don't, don't, um, don't second guess that another few powerful things are just also by contrast, not listening to any media and just listening to things like five to eight hertz um so that's like a certain frequency you can just type that in on Spotify I have one that I love it's like the miracle frequency music playlist um or maybe that's the artist whatever you'll find it on Spotify or just tuning into like classical music which is also pretty like very high vibe and these kinds of um how do I say like no there's no words so lyrics instrumental sort of music or sounds that are just really healing i i think that's also really powerful because it just automatically in that it creates silence so that you will connect you'll connect with yourself you'll connect with your heart your intuition so i don't know i just think that those are really easy like gateways to get back in I think what a lot of people share is like journaling and, um, meditation and yeah, I think those two are the biggest ones, but I also know that from experience, even as a someone who's written a book, like many hundreds of pages (laughs) of a book, I know that the thought of journaling when you're not feeling it or when you're not in that place just feels like, yeah, that's, that's too big of a hump to get over and even same with meditation, even though I know I love both of those things, they just can feel like too much. But what typically doesn't feel like too much is just saying in the morning, like, hi, spirit, Spend a moment. Show me any sign today of whatever you're looking for, you know, guidance. Show me a sign that I'm on the right path. Or show me how you would use me or whatever it is you're looking to call in, like maybe you want to be a, um, maybe you want to be an artist and you're just like, show me the next step for my career. Show me how to show up in the world as the best vessel for, for you. Like you don't even have to say art, right? Because the other thing is sometimes we get really caught on labels or whatnot and God or spirit actually has a better plan for us. So it's just really asking for direction, just tuning in. So yeah, I that's why I'm just like a huge fan of prayer. I feel like there's not really any barrier because it's not like you need to take out a notebook. It's not even like you need to roll out a yoga mat. It's like you literally just start speaking, whether that's in your head or whether that's out loud. Um, And again, I find it so deeply healing. So, wow, I really wanted to record this for you guys. I didn't necessarily know the depths of what would come out but I could feel the energy uh, and it wanted to come out in a podcast so my loves I hope that this brought you a sense of camaraderie if you're going through anything really with respect to moving through this world If you're holding any heaviness, if you're feeling just lost, confused, alone, I hope it brought you that camaraderie. I hope it brought you some ideas on how to move out of this period that might feel a little bit dense or a little bit tough, and or if nothing else, I hope that it provided you with. An interesting story I always love sharing as much as I can openly with you guys and I do really believe I've shared pieces of my story and obviously here I didn't go into the depths of actually what was going on in that past relationship I don't know how interesting that would even be for you guys I mean I don't know but I wanted to share a little bit to connect with you guys and again, just so that it didn't feel like I was being totally evasive while I was talking, I just thought it was important to share that little tidbit, especially because that one, even though I'm still working on the effects that have remained within me, the actual details of what have happened, I really don't feel attached to. Um yeah, I feel totally comfortable sharing about that. Like I would share that with honestly. A- pretty much a stranger if somehow that came up um but yeah so anyway I do hope that this has served you in whichever way it was meant to and I am wishing you a beautiful rest of your day when you hear this and I'm sending you all so much love thank you so much for being here as always and I should mention as a very last thing, if you guys are looking for meditations, if you're looking to move energy out of your body, I do have some free meditations on the website, so slash meditations. I also offer Reiki virtually, so you can reach out if that feels like something that you're being called to, energy healing. I also do one-on-one yoga nidra sessions so that's basically a deep relaxation session and if you feel so called to one-on-one coaching if you're looking to up level your life in any which way I would definitely recommend reaching out you can learn more about that about what I do specifically on my Instagram and everything will be linked up, but it's in the pinned post on my profile where you'll see, yeah, the details about the coaching, about the breaky, about the Yoganitra. And again, the meditations are just up on the website for free if you're looking for a little nervous system soother. So my loves, have a beautiful rest of your day. I truly wish you nothing but the best. And yeah, I will talk to you next time. Thank you so much for joining us on the North Star Podcast. I am so grateful for your time and your presence. If you want to chime in on the conversation, you can send me a DM at MacBellCastro on Instagram. I mean it when I say that I'm really always happy to hear from you, be it with regards to your insights gleaned from this episode, or with regard to your own unfolding journey at large. I do believe that we each have our own North Star and it's our duty to do the inner work to get to know ourselves so that we can live in harmony with our souls, carry out our calling and serve others with the gifts we have each been uniquely blessed with in this lifetime. Thank you again for joining us and I'll see you next time.